You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dania, Dania, Dania. <laughs> what the fuck? What is that? I don't know. That's uh, just shit. Uh, Earth's gonna fire. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Welcome to the Hard Luck Show. Hey guys, before we get started, if you like the Hard Luck Show, hit the like button and subscribe. Don't forget to tune in to the Hard Luck Show every Monday and Thursday. My co-host partner is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here with the heat once again. Oh, blue eyes in the building. That's right. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer. For the Hard Luck Show. Yes. <laughs> so we got King Salmon and Big Pick Mike covering visuals over here today. Yep. What's up, y'all? Um, 33 years, bro? 33. Over three decades. Another one. Dude, it's crazy. Don't know if if people caught wind of this story, and there are more and more, and there's plenty of them, you guys. There's still some in there. Oh, there's a ton in there. I know a couple guys keeping their mouths shut. They didn't even do it. But there's also motherfuckers that just got fucking broken off and, and whatever. This this I saw this story today. Right. When yeah, did I you happened catch wind of it today. What did you read? Uh, well, I mean, there's a gentleman. His name is Daniel Saldana, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I've got things set up to pull California stuff or whatever, and this mm-hmm. is it. Um, and Yeah, Chumon's an attorney, so he has access to get different information <laughs> that regular people aren't. Right, <laughs> right. And uh, this story came up, and you see this picture of this guy, you know? He's not a young man anymore. No. He's got gray and salt and pepper in his beard. He's a little bit limp. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep, and he's hugging, which probably are attorneys, you know, mm-hmm. kind of mookie-looking, pointy-headed dudes that are attorneys. Yeah, yeah. And he is being released after 33 years for a crime, six murders. No, uh, six attempts. Six attempts. Car full of teenagers. That he didn't, that he didn't wasn't a part of. of. And somehow they say that the... Somebody offered up this information back in 2018 or something. Official heard Daniel Saldana was potentially innocent six years ago, but did nothing, district attorney says. Did nothing. I mean, I guess it wasn't, I guess in 1990, somebody fired off shots at a car full of high school, high school. There were yeah. like six high school kids in there. I, I think maybe one of them died, but a couple were injured bad. A lot of them got shot. And I guess they they convicted and charged three different gentlemen with this crime. Three guys. Here. He being one of them. I, I, got, I pulled up the, okay. the little article and it says right here. That in 1999, uh, 1990, he was convicted of opening fire on a car carrying six teenagers who were leaving a high school football game in Fuck. Baldwin Park, Damn. east of Los Angeles. Two students were wounded but survived the shooting. He was 22. This innocent man was 22 at the time, and he worked full-time as a construction worker. He was one of the three men charged with the attack. He was eventually convicted of six counts of attempted murder and one count of shooting at an occupied vehicle and sentenced to 45 years to life in state prison. 22 fully employed, and he just got sucked up into that conviction and got those 1990 sentencing numbers yeah they were breaking you off back then they didn't give a fuck that he was innocent they, i don't even know what kind of investigation they did imagine imagine doing all the right stuff man i mean they don't go deep enough into that story but i guess one of the guys that admits to that they convicted that admits to it I mean, one of the guys said this guy was never even there. He was never at the scene of the crime. I mean, so I'm wondering, like, what? Man, this guy didn't have no alibi. This guy, like, fuck, man. It says here in this article, Saldana's path to freedom began in February when another convicted attacker told authorities during a 2017 parole hearing. That Saldana was not involved in the shooting in any way. He wasn't even present during the incident. At a parole hearing. So I guess, you know, they want you to go up in the parole. What, do you, what are you doing at a parole hearing? Why did they do that? Because they might have been up for parole after X amount of time, or depending on the sentence. They were, doesn't mean they were going to make parole, but by after a certain amount of time, they could come up for parole. Now, board can shoot you down. Right. But you got, you know what I'm saying? You're up to go see board. You've served X amount of time, which for for these guys, you know, if you had a 45-year sentence, you know, 30 years might be that mark to where they're letting you come to board. So, like what Anthony Romero was telling us, right? 
he started getting some sort of maybe this guy went up for parole he went up to say some things oh right they're gonna ask you all the same stuff you're gonna have to talk about the crimes and he threw that in there he might have thrown that in there because he was finally committing to telling the, the truth. truth exactly what they want you to, to do, do right? right they say to you look you're gonna get out of this place you learn how to tell the truth well, that's what they want. What did he say? They want remorse. They want the truth. They want like a self-reflection. Remorse, yeah. Like, yeah. What made you do it? Right. Right. And they want you to be. And those people that are listening are smart, bro. These that's what they do for a living. Right. And they're going to throw trick questions. So maybe this guy was coming completely clean at so, this point in time. Right. So the committee's up there. They've you know told you, you better come correct. This guy's gone all the way and he's even telling the truth about everything. And like you said. These people are smart. They're well-paid. They're professionals. The and guy who was convicted might have come up for... The guy that got out, he might have already seen board a couple times. And this guy says, listen, I also have something that's weighing on me. This guy, he didn't do it. What's right. crazy about that is that the former deputy district attorney, a professional with a law degree, who makes money, who drinks the best wines, it eats the best fucking steaks, heard that. But apparently did nothing and failed to share the exonerating information with Saldana. Can you give me the name of this? What? Do they give that name? Do they give the name of that person? No, just right here it says former deputy district attorney. Uh, that's some bullshit, man. Why don't they publicize that person's name? Yeah, they don't. Right? Some bullshit they, right they there. publicize the district attorney who apologizes. That's some bullshit right there. Well, it is. And they're not talking about any of these cops that brought him in and got him charged. Where are they all at? What if you, what if you, right, knowingly knew somebody was wrongfully being held against their will in a prison, but you didn't do anything about it? What crime would that be? What crime are you committing if you steal six years of someone's life? You didn't know before. Okay, fine. Right. But the information came to you. Now you know. You have a duty to act. You just have to go to prison and serve that same amount of time yourself. Right. Send that former deputy district attorney back to the fucking prison. Six years. Six years. Probably have to go on a PC yard or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about that. I mean, how... How could you sleep? I could be a law. They're breaking the law. That is breaking the law. But they don't have to pay for it. He's not going to pay for it. He's not. They're not going to pay for it. They probably had this hot potato sitting there for a couple years I while they tried to figure out how to get rid of it. How to fucking deal with this. Right. Motherfuckers, man. Causing the innocent man to suffer an additional six years behind bars. What kind of lawsuit does he have coming? It was not immediately clear whether Saldana would be entitled to any compensation from Los Angeles or, Cal or California for this lengthy prison stay. For instance, in 2021, Riverside County mm -hmm. settled a lawsuit and paid $11 million to Horace Roberts, who spent two decades in prison after wrongly convicted of killing his girlfriend in 1998. Fuck. God. Can Fuck, you, dude. Can you imagine doing 20 years for uh, being wrongfully convicted of killing your girlfriend? And having half the motherfuckers think you're guilty of it. Right. You know? You what know does how, that do to you? 
Fuck. Not only do they trash your life, but they trash everything else, your name and everything. Yeah, and you say like, and you really mean it. You're like, I didn't do it. No one believes you. How many people died while you were in prison thinking you did it? Her parents. You can't wake those people up and be like, bro, I was innocent the whole time. You lost your girlfriend and... You lost your girlfriend. And she on top died. Of, yeah. yeah. That would be horrible. That's, it's just some real fucking hard-ass stories it's out there, fucked up. It, It's fucked up. It's like the fucking, you know, this fucking chick fucking got drunk, fucking ran into this fucking family, killed this fucking lady and her two <sighs> kids. She wakes up out of a blackout, didn't even know what happened, and she's doing fucking, they were fucking 18 years. Young girl, 21 or something like that. Life just blacked out, didn't even know what she did. There was a girl up at the Sober Living's who got seven years because she took some acid, hit a telephone pole. That telephone pole fell across the street and hit a nice Mexican couple who were waiting for their daughter to get out of school, killed the dad. That's what you don't think about when you go out. That is what you don't think about. If you think about that, you ain't going out. The party's (laughs) over. Okay, so this guy, Horace Roberts, we'll go back to Daniel Saldana, uh-huh. just kind of reviewing him. Horace Roberts, 61, sued the county because they failed to turn over key evidence to prosecutors. The sheriff's department. So, so this is probably what's maybe what causes the problem. It's one thing to do an honest investigation and you wrongly got the guy, and but all the evidence, circumstances kind of points to them and the jury believed it. That's one thing. But there's a rule in criminal cases where the DA has to turn over any evidence that may show that you're not guilty. And the reason why that rule's there is because these prosecutors and district attorneys are famous for sitting on that evidence. And the thing that's fucked up about it is that it's the state, the sheriffs, their detectives, they're the ones that got all the evidence. It's not, for real motherfuckers, it's not Perry Mason. You don't have, right? It's not Matlock where you have that dude out there running, doing an investigation better than the cops. The only one investigating is the cops. And they might have evidence that shows you probably didn't do it. And the law says, you better turn that over. Because how else is this guy going to prove his innocence? And most of the time, they don't. And nobody hears about it. Wow. Falls down in a fucking folder in a crack. Bunch of fucking bullshit down, I thought. Because it's easier just to get the conviction. That's right. Especially if you started the fucking horses left the barn already. Fuck yeah. You think they're going to turn that shit around? You got a district attorney up for fucking re-election? And his department's got the wrong guy and they've had the evidence for the last year? That's some bullshit, man. That ain't right it. there. That's some bullshit, bro. It took DNA testing of the crime scene, uh, which finally freed this guy and proved that there's no way he could have done it. What killed his girlfriend? Yep. Yeah. They claimed that he strangled his girlfriend. Imagine you lose your girlfriend and they're charging you with the murder. Somebody murdered your girlfriend. They're charging. Think about that. That's like it's not like I'm saying I didn't mean when the lady woke up and she she killed the people. There was a girl that fucking her, she killed her fucking best friend in the car, drunk, and then she woke up and she has to go to prison and do a gang attack. It's like a double whammy, you know what I'm saying? That's like 
it's that that it's uh, you know. So this to lose your girl is one thing. To somebody who murdered that in itself be fucked up. Then to fucking be convicted of the crime. So this Harris, all right, this Horace Roberts, right? He was set up by his girlfriend's estranged husband. No fucking way. Are you kidding? Is that motherfucker still alive? Did they crack him? He set him up to take the blame and investigators fabricated police reports, suppressed evidence, and shaped the testimony. Dude, that's fucking... No evidence at the scene tied Roberts to the killing. According to the lawsuit. I think he already won the lawsuit. They settled it. 11 million. Is that even worth it? No. 22 years in the lawsuit, your girlfriend and falsely be accused of killing her with your bare hands? First off, the 11 million just to get your girlfriend back. That ain't even fucking gonna cover just the loss of your girlfriend. Okay? She was strangled with a rope. And when they finally did a real investigation, it was the same rope that her husband used on a dog run on his property. And that fact was known to the police. They knew that. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, man. That, that's, that's some evil-ass shit, bro. Man, you're going to hell. How does... Everybody that had their hand on it not held responsible, though. Because they, it was a lot. They paid it with money. Nobody yeah. got in trouble, right? That's right. And fuck that shit, man. That's some bullshit. Those cops are in unions, boy. They got pensions. They're living the life. They might be expats down in fucking Cabo San Lucas drinking Coronas all day. Big fat pensions, huh? Laughing. They don't give a fuck. They didn't have to pay for anything they did. No. And how many other motherfuckers are sitting in prison? That's just one that got found out. Right. If you're doing that shit and you can sleep at night, you're doing that shit all day long. You just don't give a fuck. That's why you got a drinking problem. Or a drinking solution. Yeah, that's why you became a cop in the fucking first place. That's right. Hey, you're saying that the this was set up by the... Ex, like the husband and he got the, the cops to husband. go in and back yeah. him up yeah right like who's this dude like who's yeah. the guy and how's yeah. he attached to the cops was he to paying where... money or did he grow right? up with the guys doesn't like, give all that black guy out of here that's you know? heavy thank you Simon. That, that that so going back to Saldana though let's go back alright but anyway that's that guy that's Riverside <laughs> fucking A man Riverside's all kinds of fucked yeah, up yeah there's though. a lot of fucked up shit down there bro <laughs> you uh, can tell just by Empire? you just take dude you drive on a freeway and you just get off an off ramp in the in the in the hinterlands of Riverside. You already know it's fucked up. You're just like, I yeah, don't know exactly yeah. what, but it's fucked up. Yeah, um, you got a little bit too much space and time over there. To too do what much they sun. Want. Yeah, a lot it's of hydrated. Sun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So then, anyway, District Attorney Gascon gets up and says, you know. Listen, Gascon, District Attorney Gascon didn't disclose additional details on the case, but offered his condolences. <laughs> He's fucking such a joke, bro. And he said with a sincere, I know this won't bring you back the decades you endured in prison, but I hope our apology brings some small comfort to you as you begin your new life. Oh, it's in quotes. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. 
I, I've talked about that story before. I was I was busted with Blackbird from Temple Street. And as soon as I got to the joint and moved in with this dude, he started telling me about how he was framed. Framed. They threw a fucking gun and a half ounce of Coke right in my trunk. And he was telling me, and he's telling me this name of this cop from Rampart, and it don't make no difference. It doesn't, I mean, it didn't resonate with me, that, that name. That's not my area, but he's telling me about this dirty cop and the thing, and I'm like, and I, you know, part of me is like, all right, but then there's a part of me also that's like, everybody's innocent. Right. Yeah, you know? Right. And, but he kind of stuck to his story, because we talked about it a number of times. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, I know some dudes that were getting innocent that were fucking framed. I'm like, fuck, man. It was, doesn't sound. But when that fucking story broke, then the first name I hear, and all they're talking about is this dirty cop, and it's like the same name my cellie's telling me. <laughs> he was at work that day. He came in. I'm like, dude, you got to watch TV. Dude, you got to watch TV, please. Rafael Perez was Rafael that the name? Perez, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, fuck this motherfucker. And within a week, he was pulled out of fucking the joint down in county. It was maybe three weeks later, we seen this dude on TV with a whole bunch of other dudes that were all getting out. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, six months later, you hear he got broken off. Well, when you hear Fat about... chunk. He got broken off. He, he was down for five years. He bro got broke off a million. When you hear about shit like that, and you know that's just the tip of the iceberg, and you hear about all the gangs that Dude, are- Dude, it's going down. In the sheriff's department? Gangs, tattooed Gang. gangs in the sheriff's department. Blue Devils, all this other fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. We should do a couple of shows on that. Yeah. Go deep on the LA Sheriff's Seen Department. that one gang. woman that, that's all she covers? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we need to get her on, too. Hell yeah, but- that makes you wonder who was the guy that was the serial killer that was killing the cops and they burned him up in Big Bear? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah bro. Come on, Chris dude. Chris yeah. what? Chris Dormer. Dorm Chris Dormer. Dorner, that's right. It's that's why a lot of people think he actually found something out or had oh, some. Oh hell kind of yeah. Yeah, he did. Remember he went and fucking executed the judge or the prosecutor or something? Yeah, like judge. He executed his defense attorney, I think, through the case or something like that. There was some kind of throwing of the case. He killed the judge. He killed, I think, the daughter or somebody of the def of his defense attorney or something like that. Right. And then, of course, he was then then he was driving around and just smoking cops at stoplights and shit like that. And then they chased him up in the Big Bear. He held that couple. You know, he didn't hurt them, but he tied them up and they were freaking out and all that stuff. And then eventually they caught him in that cabin and they kept everybody away. Yeah, you couldn't see what was going down. And they fired some kind of canister and it started to blaze. And then all they know and is they like... They did a, what do you call it? A, what is the place in Texas? Uh, Waco. Waco. They yeah, did they a did Waco a Waco. Waco that's ass, right? right. They did. They did a Waco. And, he, and then, right, it was like charred remains after that. And they're like, yeah, yeah we got nothing we could do. They brought out everybody for that. I remember that, yeah. And I remember, if you remember Waco correctly, they were only filming from a certain distance from one angle, bro. 
you couldn't see what the hell was really going on at Waco. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, all of that would be evidence for whatever case later if you could see in on what was going on. Sure, sure. Which, you know, but, so going back mm-hmm. to Dan- Daniel Saldana, though, I mean, the innocent, it says here, the innocent man said the conviction was heartbreaking and that he spent every day in state jail struggling. Mm. Just every day waking up knowing that you're innocent. You wake up, and here I am, just locked up in a cell and crying out for help and not knowing the legal system or having the resources or money or anything like that. There you go. But I just knew this day was going to come. How many people do you think believed him that he he was innocent? Yeah. You know, when when somebody's kind of like, you know, I ran into guys that were proclaiming they were innocent for years and years and years and years, and some of those guys got out through different shit, you know? Um, and I've had people, dude, I know people that are in there, man, that are fucking riding a beef for somebody or for a cause, bro, and they didn't do it. Lux, man, when you were in there and you were hearing those guys talk to you like that, like... Does that like the, when you when they tell the story to the other inmates, what goes through the inmates' heads? Like, what's going on with that? Like, oh, he's innocent. There's no difference an inmate can make to some guy saying he's innocent to another one, right? No, it's just telling his innocence to anybody who'll listen. Yeah, but I'd also be like, there was there's a couple guys I know that they might not have done it. But they're part of the game, and they were around, and now they're not telling everybody. But if you know them, well, they're kind of like, yeah, you know, I didn't do this thing I'm here for. So and so did, and and you can't really go in there and say so and so did it. Now, there's times where like it just like, you know, that dude will get at somebody to get at him to be like, hey man, you gotta clean this up. But that doesn't always happen. It's fucked up. Because if you go ahead and you make that statement, I didn't, then you're obviously saying somebody else did, right? So that ain't going to happen. So it's just like, I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's some tough stuff. Being locked up and you not be guilty. No, you're not wrongly convicted. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Or you were there, you didn't really do it, but you can't say anything. Like, there's some, you know, there's some. <laughs> but you guys, we, we hear about all this corruption and all this bullshit. So if you just take the numbers based off of what you're seeing really happening with the corruption and you apply them to prison, well, then it's got to be fucked up, right? There's got to be a 10, 15 percent that's off dude when you really think about it easily because there's that gotta be fucking 30 percent that's corrupt right it it might Mm -hmm. easily that's what i'm saying easily Easily. not only that you're not you're talking about 15 percent because there's a certain percentage that are corrupt there's also a certain percentage that's a legitimate the system just fucked up right so so you could say what is it 10 15 and then add on to that legitimate mistakes an additional for sure Absolutely, bro. Those numbers, that would, those would be some real reflective numbers. And then the other aspect would be that, and it's notorious in psychoanalytic and psychological circles, that the people that are attracted to this kind of work might be prone to being corrupt. Right? Yeah. Yes, bro. When I was clerking at a place... I talked to a district attorney once and he pointed to people in the parking lot and he said to me, he goes, you know what? See everyone in that parking lot? And I was like, yeah. It's like, they're all guilty to something. My job is to determine which ones I want to prosecute. That's what he said to me, like verbatim to my face. And he was saying it to me like, like I would understand that. I'm not, I'm like, internally, I was just like, wow, man, you're really fucked up. You're not, you're a public servant, homie. You're not supposed to be, you're, that's not your job is not to just go out there and scoop up fish. You're supposed to be educated. You're supposed to be uh, about not even justice, just doing a good job. That's not a good job. And that's a really dismal view of humanity. I think it's crazy that somebody be in that position and that's how they think. But the truth is a lot of people in those positions think like that. There was two things that struck me as crazy about that. One was that, what you just said. And then the other was that he said it out loud to me thinking like, 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 oh yeah, you, yeah. Like, like more people think like this. We all kind of think like, this. like sharing some wisdom with me. Right. He was sharing ignorance thinking it was wisdom. Yeah. He was telling me how things really work around here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I ain't down with that, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't fucking go. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm a fucking American Indian. That doesn't quite sound the same to me as it does to you, <laughs> motherfucker. I can tell you this much. The amount of drugs and cell phones that are in California prisons, yeah. can ne- if you took the amount, if you knew, yeah. you'd be like, there's no way that that's all coming into people's assholes. You would know it's not. Right. There's too many things that can't fit in anybody's asshole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who the fuck? 
fuck is bringing a fucking iPhone in their ass to a visit to their old man and then he's keystring and bring it back? That ain't happening, bro. What about in their vagina? Nah, man. Not, how are they going to get the phone from the vagina into the ass? That's the man good, doesn't have a vagina. That's a good I question. mean, if you can fit a fuck, if you can fit one of these up your ass and get it back out yeah. and you'd be all right. But even getting that in, you're gonna make you're gonna bring some attention to yourself. That ain't like me taking a couple marbles and fucking figuring out how I'm gonna fucking hide them. It's a fucking phone, dude. You would also need a fucking charging cord. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, if you ate the charging cord and you keistered the phone, it could, by the time you get to your cell, it's gonna be charged up and ready to go when you pull it out. It's gonna be connected. <laughs> you better. <laughs> hey but um it, it's it's corruption dude like it, it, it's like I, i've been in there man i i saw it I, I my cherry was broken like in the sense of like i got to i saw fucking cards in front of me right but i couldn't believe it the first time i saw it. right I seen a fucking co straight Take a fucking bag and drop it on somebody's bed and throw their pillow over and walk back out. What up? And then later on, I got to see exactly what it is. I, 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 it's, what I does mean, that do to you? It, it, it. You, you start thinking that it's everybody's a criminal. Right. You're just the one that's fucking being locked up. So from that perspective, it's like. We're all the same, but for these reasons, I'm the I'm one, one that's locked. That's exactly. I lost all faith. The moment I saw that, it really changed shit up. I had heard about it. You know it. You told it all the time. You know that's how it works. But yeah. when you see it, I saw it twice. I saw two different things twice. And I was just like, Tiny was with me and knows the CO. And he was like in the transactions. So I've got, and so is Trigger. Right. All of us knew the cop at Lancaster that was fucking doing all this crazy shit. I was like, fuck, bro. God damn. I, I was like, if that's the case, then ain't nothing getting better. Ain't nobody really like this thing's, and if it's like that, then this thing's deep. Because this guy was rolling around, bro, like he owned the world, this CEO. He was doing this shit. He wasn't even scared about no cameras who's looking. He was so brazen. About this, I was like, fuck. That must mean that everybody's taking a piece all the way up the chain. And that's how this thing fucking runs and has always run. Right. And, you know, like, you start to think, too, like, you know, there's there's th there's also things that support it, okay? Like the county jail. Having a lot of people on Thorazine yeah. helps those sheriffs do their job. So get rid of them. I think in many ways... And I'm heroin. Them dudes ain't. They're gonna be real mellow, mm -hmm. sitting their cells. They're not gonna cause us a bunch of extra work. Who cares? Every now and then, they, somebody ODs dies. You know, I don't fucking care. You know, right? Um, and yeah, it's gonna every now and then cause some tension. Somebody's gonna get stabbed. Somebody owes money. Somebody, you know, whatever. But that's but gonna that's, happen that's, anyway. That's gonna happen anyways. And it's really, but it's gonna keep motherfuckers on level three and four yards just in their cells. Not bucking. 
Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the fuck to fuck to zombies fucking out of it. Crowd you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like just like cool. Let that shit float around. Oh, I'm just trying to do my. Fu- I'm just trying to get out of here, man. You know? Yeah. And well, you know why should they care? They got their little right. fucking thing. What are they gonna do? Who's gonna take care of them? They didn't grow up where those people grew up. They haven't faced the same. Like it's, it, they don't give a fuck. It's, right? Is there a superior? It's like caging animals. Are they? And but are they gonna get you know extra brownie points and more pay if they do the right thing? Do their superiors even give a shit? Right. And and like you said. You know how far it is? You know how far it is? You know, you said some people are like more prone to. Yeah. I bet you it's even deeper than that. They know getting into it. All their guys that went ahead of them, their cousins, don't go, they don't get this job. Yeah, it pays 60000 a year. Right. That's why These they jobs all. Jobs get us 160000 a year. You get in there, you're going to introduce you, you bring this in and that in, you do this. And you're, you know, these you guys don't have starving. to declare it. You don't have to declare it. It's free money. Yeah, that's exactly- all. Those guys are laughing because they're all they're on the books at making sixty five thousand a year. Right, but they're all making over a hundred. They all, you know, those prison guards. They all make it sound like they're making decent money because they. It's like you got to kind of have it at a certain level so that it's not too crazy that the person's got this and money, or they just bought a boat, or they have this thing and anything. But you're right. It's all fucking cash. Payments. Have you heard of a CO yet? Come forward. Never. And tell you how much, how, who's bringing it in and how much they brought in? Never. No, you haven't. Why is that? <laughs> That's a good question. Have you heard any sheriffs come up, talk about how much shit they were sneaking in the county or? No. So you're talking about unionizing, you're talking about, it's just the same shit as these cops, every now and then you'll get a cop that goes, that goes rogue, and they'll either kill him, or they'll tell him he's crazy, or he'll come out with some shit, and now everybody's under investigation, right? Right. But it's very, very, but you don't hear about, like, prison guards, and, you know, you don't, I don't know. You don't, you don't hear about that. The only time that, I mean, dude. All kind of suspicious manner deaths, like chopped off heads, hanging Epstein, and none of the guards. You never hear anything. No. Ever. Nobody comes forward. Nobody. You've never heard a... uh, I should look for a book that says Prison Guard Confessional or something like that where some guy finally just said, fuck, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was good. We're moving this much in. Right. This yard and that yard. We had it going down to fucking Quotum and San Quentin. We had these guys... They're all part of the same union, right? They used to call me Pablo Escobar Jr. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, you don't hear about that. No, so... You don't even hear about what happens with these wardens. You don't hear jack shit about that. You don't hear anything about the CDC. Zero! Unless it's a class action suit about inhumane treatment, right? With the starving and all that. But, But even in that, that's not any of them coming forward. No, that's an outside attorney, and that usually gets settled, and it gets hammered out. None of all the details fully come out, right? And it's always on safety reasons why they can't lay it all out. You know what, though? I, they, they, I think that I think that uh, Pelican Bay Indeterminate Shoe Program started around 90, 89, 90. Mm-hmm. So how is it that, you know, 
25, 30 years later, somebody's like, this is inhumane that they leave us in here for. But the guys have been in there for 20, 25 years. How is it not inhumane? How, what classifies it as inhumane and what part about being locked up 23 hours a day in a cell Yeah, for indeterminately? Right. 10, 15, 18 years being in the hole, which you're supposed to go to the hole for like 30 days, a week, whatever right. it might be. Right. They're keeping these guys in there for that long. I mean, it was inhumane a long time ago. Well, so you got a bunch of factors at that time happening that cause it hard for that idea to break through. Number one being is the coverage, the reporting of it. So first and foremost, right, who, what news agency is even covering what's going on at, in the beginning? First you have, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole setup. And they used to be able to manage these news cycles a lot easier because there was less outlets, less leakage from like cell phones. There weren't. So what you would get is you would get, you know, oh, crime wave, crack ec epidemic. They would push this crack narrative like, oh, dude, a, a villain on crack is a completely, it's like Incredible Hulk. It's like a werewolf. You can't fucking deal with that, right? So, and yet all these people freaked out that push these draconian laws and these severe measures in these prisons, like you're saying. And then, so... All the public knows is just that. The people that really know what's going on, who's listening to them? Who's listening to the brown and black families of the people in these situations? Who, what, who's sitting there and listening to that? And that guy goes, it's inhumane. And they go and talk to the, you know, the prison guard. And the prison guard's like, yeah, well, he was fucking fighting. The guy's a danger. He's a menace to society. Do you know what he was convicted of? Right. Killing, blah, blah, blah. Shooting at six people in a, in a car mm -hmm. at a right, high school game. Right, right, right. It's like, who has got the time in their lives at that point in time? Who's got the access? Who can actually document? Who can actually get in there and see what's happening? It was so controlled. That's probably why it took 20 years for that to finally come to light. Because enough people had gone through it. Enough people had found out about it. Enough people had had enough and organized how yeah. long did it take for those brown families to get together and be like, wait, you too? Me too? Mm, right. Fuck right. that. And they would put them in these prisons that were far away from the families. So all of that, that I think that's why. It, you're right. It was inhumane on year one, whatever that is. And then to even convince people, voters, like, yeah, these aren't animals. This is a war crime. We wouldn't do this to enemy combatants. Right. We wouldn't. We have a Geneva Code that says you don't do this. Right. But yet we're doing it right here. And, and the justification is, is that these are evildoers. These are wrongdoers. And there's no real... This is, why, this is why people get mad or they snap on slowing down, taking your time making these decisions and these assessments is because it's just so much easier to throw people away and say, well, I heard they did this and that's the end of it. I don't need to think about that anymore. Right. It's easier. But the problem with that is, is you wind up really causing a lot of wreckage because you're not thoughtful. That's, that's, there was this case that I just read about where this ice cream, Big Pick Mike, 
ice cream truck driver, right? <laughs> he, uh, I can't remember exactly who got killed, but somebody he was close to, and I'm not, this is sad for him, was killed, right? And the police were doing the investigation, but it was taking too long and he was getting frustrated. So he said, fuck it, I'm going to do my own investigation. And he went and he spent a year, right? DIY investigation. Fuck, I'm a working stiff. I know what's going on. He found the killers and he fucking killed them. Turns out they weren't anywhere near and he was wrong and he killed two innocent people. <laughs> no, he's going away. <laughs> and where's the murder at? They don't know. But no the point, shit. the reason why I'm saying that is, is because sometimes we get impatient about what we think justice is. Right? You think you know who did it. You think somebody's got to pay. And the pain of whatever the loss is might be real. Uh-huh. But when you rush this shit, when you rush it, Especially in these kinds of things, you don't have checks and balances. Shit, you wind up doing the wrong thing a lot of the time. People overestimate their abilities all day. All motherfucking day. Yeah, that's true. And that's so, true. so that's why, like you said, why are they in these solitary confinement? It seemed like a simple solution to most people. Like, oh, why not? And then it took that long for it to be undone. And we're all still in this. And you look at the way crime and justice is now, it's still kind of like just lock them up, throw away the key kind of shit. And that obviously doesn't work. Yeah, we got a real big problem in California, man, because, you know, it doesn't work. In this country in general. Um, you know, it's... Uh, uh, CDCR. You know, and, and so they've got that word rehabilitation in it. You know, what I'm it's saying? the last one. And yeah, and it's uh, there's there's really no rehabilitation offered in most of these prisons. I mean, Anthony got up and talked about it. Only if you land in the right prison, the right security level, you might have access to these programs. Right. <laughs> I want to say it's like a fourth of the prisoners got access to them. And at a certain security level, you don't have access to any of that shit. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's Better a... Re- yourself or rehab yourself or learn something or get a trade. Like, you know? Part of it, too, is, is like, what are... Part of it is, too, what are the crimes? How are we laying out what the crimes are? Is it doing drugs? Is that, is that the crime? A lot of people are in prison for a long time for doing drugs. Right. Getting high, getting caught using and doing drugs on their own. Meanwhile, there's huge, I mean, just huge Southern Baptist, the fucking Catholic Church, of real crimes, hurting kids and all that shit. Right, nobody going to jail. No, but you got dope fiends in jail. They they really, what did they do, steal a stereo? They might be doing dope because the fucking priest molested them too. Exactly. Right? Exactly. The priest... The, the, what is it? The the di, 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 diocese. The diocese. They just pay it out. 
year, they just pay out fucking yeah, over but, $15 million or something a year in yeah, settlements. Yeah, which you is heard chump, that commercial? chump change for them. In California, they pay out over $15 million. Like that, they, he said like it's the lottery. Like, they're get in there because they're giving it away over there. Right. Think about that. Yeah. They just settle them. They know they're coming. Yeah, they're probably laughing they about how, how little they actually know. Right. They know the big number. Just like yeah. a guard throwing fucking heroin on the fucking thing. I bet you'd turn our stomachs to know what the archbishop does. Knows all about it. No problem. Epstein level stuff. Compromise. That's what's going on at the higher levels. It's the only thing that can be going on. Yeah. I agree. I agree. They say the CDCR is the third largest law enforcement agency in the United States behind U.S. Customs. The only thing that's just behind U.S. Customs is the CDCR in California. Think about that. Customs for the entire nation. Guam, Puerto Rico, all that shit. And the state of California's prison system is the one behind it. It's almost that big. And one, and one of the strongest unions? Oh, the strongest union. Damn, dude. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. They got a lot of prisons, bro. A lot of fucking prisons. And don't forget, all those COs, a lot of them, I think most of them, are ex, uh, the parole officers are ex-corrections. A lot of probation and parole officers are ex-corrections officers. So they roll right into fucking... Anyways, man, um, what's the gentleman's name that got out? Daniel Saldana. Daniel Saldana. If you're listening to this show or somebody that you knows you is listening to the show, man, I would love to get him on. Love to hear your story. Love yeah. you to share it with us so we could yeah. hear what the heck happened from your mouth. So anybody knows him, reach out to him. Tell him we want him on the Hard Luck Show. And uh, I'm just sending my my salutes out, man. Glad that this guy made it home, you know. Saludo Saldana. Salute, saludo Saldana. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, also give a quick shout out to his attorney, Mike Romano. Mike Romano. It's a good Italian guy. Mike Romano. Yo, Mike (laughs) Romano. Hey. (laughs) Listen, man. um, uh, Good show. Important topics. Um, count your blessings and stay grateful. Yep. And uh, if you're if you're locked up and you're currently in the CDC, hold on tight. All right. And um, if you somehow found your way to a cell phone, call us. Just <laughs> <laughs> call live. Yeah. That'd be good. We need to get that. We need to get that fucking that that calling fucking. We need to get that going. Yeah, we do need to get that going. Yeah, we could get some calls on here. That's what we should be doing. Yeah, all right, let's jump on that. Yep. Um, uh, I want to give a big shout out to um, my Naju extra virgin olive oil and hair products. We love Nina. I also want to give a shout out to Enzo's Pizzeria, the best eggplant parmesan sandwiches in West L.A. Well, actually, uh, uh, this time I would like the calamari frites. That was fantastic. At Enzo's? Oh, yes. It's great, man, right? Right. A little bit of butter, little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of lemon. You like the Vilpacata, too, over there, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Or real. was it scalloping? Yeah, it was both of them. <laughs> they put it together. They make a great brajol <laughs> at Enzo's. <laughs> yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Big Burner Baby. Yeah. The Cookies Fam Vibes Team, our sponsors, and Supermax Hardware. Go to supermaxhardware.com. Go check us out. And uh, after from there, I'm turning it over to my partner, Chumon. What you got, bro? Yes, sir. Ovando Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly the best legal representation that money can buy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you got there, old blue eyes? You know eyes. what I got. Four eyes. Four eyes. Hardluckshow.com. Yeah. Yeah. Hardluckshow.com. www.hardluckshow.com. Getting Sean good. He's super maxed out tonight. Yeah, he That's is. Right. G status. Raider colors. <laughs> All right, what you got, big uh, big pick Mike and uh, King Salmon? <laughs> Just got Mike Angelo Photography and Bionic Sound Systems. And check us out on our live on IG, too, y'all. We're definitely posting stuff up for you guys. Um, if you want to do a Q&A, that's you guys, because people do that too for you guys yep. on IG Live, yep. word up, so come through. Yeah, you can head over to dragonbags.com, D-R-A-G-G-I-N-B-A-G-Z.com for all your cornhole bag needs, and you can check me out at uh, Beyond Dragon at my Instagram. Listen. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, on the Hard Luck Show. Peace in the Middle East. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. I drove you to fucking LA. I'm on meth, I'm on heroin. I can't even like I can't function. The- I'm on meth, I'm on heroin. I can't even like I can't function. The- it's like a hard-headed fucking like reminds me of an uncle I had that drinks cutter sar. You know, one of the bourbon uncle. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.